Welcome to Life Uninhibited. I'm your host, Kristen Messagy, Enneagram 6, Life Coach for Sixes. In today's episode, I talk about quantum physics, how that relates to us doing any kind of interpersonal work as sixes, and I funnel all of that into an invitation to a workshop with me. So give it a listen and see what you think. Hello, sixes. Welcome back. Okay, today I'm gonna step a little, I'm gonna step a little outside my comfort zone, even beyond just showing up here and talking to you all, <laughs> which, as we've established, is outside my comfort zone. I'm gonna stretch it a little bit more. We're going to talk about little science, little neuroscience. And then I'm going to wrap that into an invitation for you. Okay, so I'm just I'm just going to dive in. I'm just going for it here. The basic idea that I'm conveying or going to attempt to convey is that, you know, that annoying thing that you read about or you hear that what you focus on grows. And so, therefore, we want to focus on what we want more of. And this, for sixes, can be a real sticking point because we have a deep belief that it's important to focus on the problems, right? It's important to focus on threat, Even if we're not aware of this, this is our deep subconscious programming that is oriented to threats to security, threats to safety, even threats to what we believe, what we think. We are oriented not to the things that we, that create security, that help us feel safe. We are oriented to the threats. This is the sort of big thing about sexiness is the automatic orientation to and fixation on what threatens us, what threatens the people that we love, what threatens the world at large. We're focused on threat. So that means we as sixes get to find a way to focus elsewhere. I want to talk about the science here because it's absolutely fascinating. And I'm well aware that I could totally butcher it because I'm talking about things that are so far out of my expertise, I barely will have the words to describe them. But this is one of my gifts as a teacher and one of my privileges as a coach is I don't have to show my work in the same way um, a particle physicist does. I get to do other things because of the way my profession works. So one of my gifts is when something lands as really true in my body and I learn how the brain works, I'm able to implement that in my life 
pretty quickly without a ton of argument. And part of what really helps me here is I just want to do what works. I mean, this is really how I'm oriented. I want to do what works. I want to do what is actually going to get me the results in my life that I want. And that doesn't mean what what I'm not saying is that I haven't had to do a ton of work to let go or, I mean, I don't want to say it like it's a done deal. It's Here's what I want to say. It's still, a, it's still effortful for me to orient my brain in the way that I want to, to direct my attention purposefully. But it's work that I do every single day because I understand why it's so important. So... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive in. I'm gonna talk, we're going to talk about science for a minute. Let's do it. And I'm going to do it imperfectly and incompletely. And you are welcome to research this all for yourself. Read the articles. Look up the people. I mean, this is fascinating stuff. So, and I could be, I, you could, don't like try to fact check me. <laughs> Did you Here's my argumentative part coming out. Listen, I'm doing my best here, people. (laughs) Don't come at me with your facts. I know that I'm going to butcher this. I'm going to give you super high level, hopefully with enough like interest and intrigue that you're like, yeah, okay. All right. I'm interested in that. So here we go. May 2018 in the world of physics there finally was the technology to run the experiments to actually test something out. And this this something is in terms of quantum physics. Okay, yes, we're talking quantum physics today on Life Uninhibited. Again, so far out of my expertise, but that's okay. What the actual experts were able to show was that depending on how it is observed, a particle can either be a point, a thing, a point, a, a single point, or a wave, depending on how it is observed, actually impacts the thing. Okay, so that's it. That's the first point. This has been proven in science. This isn't just like weird life coachy spiritual woo-woo <laughs> stuff. This is like actually proven that the way something is observed impacts how it shows up or doesn't show up. That's a pretty big deal. It was something that was theorized for hundreds of years, yet obviously couldn't be proven until we had come far enough to actually have the science and the technology to actually create the experiments to even test such a wild idea. But here we are. It's a it's a true thing. And so now, of course, it's like, how do we wrestle with that? What do we make that mean? What do we do with that? What in the world, right? What in the world? Things are impacted by 
the observer. Okay. So, okay, I want you to now take that, just go with me here. And again, you can Google this. This is real. (laughs) It's actual science. Clearly, we are hitting upon an insecure place of mind. That's fine. We're just going to keep going. Now, take this reality and plop it into change work, work that we are doing in order to change ourselves. Now, as sixes, we have a particular orientation to problems and threat. Our subconscious wiring is oriented to threat threats to our own safety and security, threats to our belief systems, threats to people that we love, threats to the greater environment, threats to all of the people. We are oriented to threat. And that's not a bad thing. That is not a bad thing. Every single human has a part of them that is oriented to threat because we need that. That is a that is a legitimate survival strategy. That's a that's a real thing. The thing that happens with sixes is that orientation to threat is exaggerated. It's it is our fixation. Okay. And we've talked about what that actually looks like in the last couple episodes. This is the whole idea of self-scaring. This is the whole idea of needing to see threat and then needing everyone else to see the threat. It's just this over-exaggerated orientation automatically to threat, which includes ways that we need to be different, ways that we need to change. So if you imagine that you see a problem in yourself or even someone else, this all applies, but let's just stick with ourselves. So we see a problem in ourselves, say. And so our brain fixates on that problem. And it says, I need to change that. That's the thing that's wrong with me. That's the thing I need to change. Self-scaring is a perfect example. Oh, I see that I self-scare. I shouldn't self-scare. I don't want to self-scare. I want to do something different than self-scare. And we keep putting our attention on that self-scaring. What we know is that in order for that part of our orientation to change, we actually need to give it less attention. Okay, following me here? So if I'm looking at it, when I'm observing it, I, I, I make it more solid. I solidify it. I'm actually solidifying the neural networks in my brain that self-scare. When I focus on it and I'm like, oh yeah, I want to change that. I shouldn't do that. It's definitely a thing I do. I need to do something different. I don't want you. Do you hear it? Like it it is... um strengthening that particular network. What we want to do is kind of let that be there and orient to something else. We want to orient to any number of things. This particular part 
what do you want more of? It's often very hard for six to answer. I have done, I can't even tell you how many conversations with sixes to see if they want to work with me as a coach or not, or if that's going to, you know, those kinds of conversation. And always, always in this conversation, I talk about what do you want more of? What do you want this to look like? Let's talk through where you want to go. That is the hardest part of the conversation every time when I talk to sixes. It's often the hardest part of the conversation if I start a coaching session. Like, okay, what do you want to have happen today? Our brains are not oriented to do that automatically. They just whoosh back to the problem, back to the problem, back to the problem. And the reason for this is because part of our setup is really rooted in there. And it tells us, if I don't focus on the problem, that's irresponsible. If I don't focus on the problem, no one's going to focus on the problem. If I don't focus on the problem, everything is going to go to hell in a handbasket, whether that's my individual life or, again, the people that I love lives or the company I work for or my job or the environment or you know, you name the things that your brain fixates on, part of you is locked in on, it's very important for me to focus on those problems. So you can see how we're really set up to keep focusing on the problem. We have a whole system set up there to keep that orientation intact, which to go back, solidifies the things that we actually want to change. It makes change much harder when we keep focusing on it. And you can even just try this out for yourself and or just start to pay attention to how much of my day is spent focusing on potential problems. How much of my time am I automatically thinking about what might go wrong? Again, not saying this in and of itself is a problem at all. Our issue is that it's a fixation, which means it's what the brain does automatically. And this whole other side of what we want to focus on, where we want to go, it's it's not strong. It's something we have to do on purpose, and that takes effort. Brains don't want to be effortful. It's truly an evolutionary, um, what's the word, thing? <laughs> it's an evolutionary thing to conserve energy. Our system wants to conserve energy. So spending time orienting to how I want things to be, not only does that take extra energy, we also have all these parts that are like, that's irresponsible. Don't do that. So it makes all the sense in the world why our brain has a hard time building up this other side of things. What I actually want to focus on that actually really would start to impact my life in the ways that I want it impacted. Let me kind of try to bring all this together. One of the things that can happen in 60 brains is when we encounter something like this one our brain just starts to try to poke holes in it 
And another thing that can happen is our brains will say, well, that I just have to be positive all the time. Like I'm just supposed to be positive and not worry about things. Like the brain will just automatically do what it does, which is come up with quote reasons. I'm air quoting here, right? Reasons why it's actually very important to keep doing exactly what it's already doing. I mean, I really hope that this is this is what the Enneagram is for. It's its purpose is to say, look, this is the automatic patterning that your brain does that becomes personality. It it's it's a it's hard. It's hard to see because it becomes possibly potentially for me it has it's painful to see the parts that like feel like me that are important about me ultimately are often just my brain trying to stay the same this is this is what it's come up with for all the reasons that we've talked about with very good reason makes a ton of sense to my child consciousness etc and then when change is offered, of course, of course, the subconscious mind is going to be like, no, thank you. No, thanks. This is what we do. This is how we like it. And that's the end of the story. And then when we attempt to do things differently, that unconscious whole system is going to put up a big old fight. It's going to say no. Uh, I am not interested. And let me give you very rational, reasonable. It's not like our subconscious doesn't know exactly what to say and do to get back a hold of our conscious mind. I mean, this is what's happening. We are not in conscious choice most of the time. We're just not. I We're just not, okay? So how do we get there is in some regard, I don't love this language, but this is what's coming out. It's like we have to have to kind of, it's this terrible language. I'll fix it after I say it, how I'm thinking it. Go to battle with our subconscious. A better way to say that is we are working with our subconscious, but we, the, uh, the, Let's call it the actual self, the part of us that is not hijacked by personality and automatic strategy. We want that part to get more and more, uh, how do I want to say it? Like, like time at the plate. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> we want the part of us that isn't hijacked by personality to get to show up more and more. This is a process. This does not happen overnight. That is okay. This is a process. I mean, this is lifelong learning. It's okay. But this is the work we're doing as adults. So here's where we're at. What we focus on does in fact, it's almost, it's like, 
not even that it grows, it's that it solidifies. Okay, what we focus on becomes more solid. That is what flipping quantum physics has proven. So, and we have particular personality structure that says it's very important to focus on problems. In fact, it's the only reasonable, rational, responsible thing to do. Okay, we have that story. That's a story. It's not a truth. The truth is that what we focus on solidifies and we want to be able to manage and direct our attention. It's a requirement for adults to learn to direct our attention. And there's all kinds of different ways to learn how to do that. What I do all day long when I'm coaching and in my own being. It's when I'm attempting to teach my children with minimal success, I would say. Okay, so learning to redirect our attention, focus on what we want more of is a real challenge and a worthy challenge, an important challenge. One of the reasons I think I've been successful in the things I've wanted to do in my life in terms of well, whatever, just the things I want to do is that I focus on what I'm working on. I I see where I want to go and I start to do the things I implement. I take my attention where I want it. Now, that is really hard to do because my automatic attention, of course, wants to come back over here, focus on the threat, notice the threat, et cetera, et cetera. One of the things I just want to give your brain a break right now, because this is not an all or nothing thing. I want to reassure your brain that it absolutely can focus on threat when that's the appropriate thing to do. Of course it can. What I want for you and what I want for me is more choice on when that happens. And what that actually does is the default network that is locked into focus on the problem, you have to focus on the problem, focus on the problem, actually starts to atrophy as we give it less attention. This is just the science. But we have to know what we are attending to. This is the trick and the work. What project are you working on? What part of life are you wanting to grow? Um, yeah. What do you want to grow? What do you want more of? And I have something for you to focus on if your brain is like, well, I'm not sure. One of the things that sixes really struggle with is a sense of internal confidence and just a real sense of an ability to rely on ourselves and a orientation to the things that we have to bring to life. You know, we just don't have solidified this idea that, you know, I actually, there's a lot about me that I can really rely on, that I can lean on, that whatever comes up for me, I know that I will be able to face it. I will be able to figure it out. I will be okay. That's the kind of confidence that I'm talking about. Our brains will often read confidence as arrogance, 
that is yet another way that our brain keeps us just doing the same thing. We're like, well, I don't want to be arrogant. I don't want to be, I don't ever want anyone to think that I think I'm good (laughs) or something. Even though, of course, the other half of the time, we're like, people better recognize that I know a thing or two. Maybe that part's just me. I know it's not. I know it's not. I talk to y'all all day. Okay. So confidence, the way I described it, just a very grounded, settled sense that, oh, I actually have a lot in me that I can rely on, that I can count on as I move forward in my life. And I have a lot that I can rely on that is going to help me whatever life brings. Okay. That is what we want to build. And if that is a project that you want to take on, I want to help you do it, which is why I created a whole short video course series, Confidence for Sixes. It's been available on my website. Many of you already have it. Some of you have even gone through it. You've messaged me about it. Some of you I'm sure got it and are like, oh, right. I got that email. I do that all the time. I get the free things that people are offering and then I never actually look at them again because I got excited to get the new thing. And then of course, the doing of the thing felt hard. So that never happened. I get it. This course is actually really, really good. I looked at it the other day because I was contemplating all of this and I went into it and I was like, this is really good. Where of course, when I created it, as soon as I created it, My brain was like, well, I guess if that's what you're going to put out, it's good enough. I mean, it's free. (laughs) With some distance and some time, I went back to that course and I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much in here. And it really is this journey of, okay, we're going to understand the problem a little bit better. We're going to focus on something we want to do something we want to create something we want more of and we're going to learn how to support ourselves in the in the discomfort of that right because we have this whole other part of us that wants to pull attention back to threat back to problems all of the time that is a huge part of us so where was i on the journey oh yeah understand the problem look at where you want to create understand the discomfort as you move in that direction. And then really, how do you treat yourself on the back end when the brain is going to want to do what the brain does, which, say it with me now, pull us back to focus on the problem, a problem, what could go wrong. We have to learn how to do something different after we do a hard thing. And that whole process that I just described is really how we generate the seeds of true confidence. We could even say the seeds of true self-trust. I think confidence and self-trust are fairly synonymous when it comes to being a six. This is what we want and what we need, right? That sense of ourselves in the world, not separate from everything else, but equal to not less than, not greater than, but an actual grown, full adult 
interacting in the world, bringing as much as the next person. Like that we're just like, it's okay. And then, and then we also have this amazing superpower of forecasting threat and thinking things through when it's useful, when we really need it, when other people maybe want it, (laughs) as opposed to whenever it occurs to us. Okay. So the course is there. Go get the course. If you already have it, go through the course. What I'm offering is going through that course with me. I'm going to do two live workshops. I'm really excited to do it. I love getting sixes together in groups. That's why I have a group coaching program. I think working these things through, going toward things together as a group is so incredibly powerful. I think it's very healing. In a group space, there's just so much organic that happens. It's really wonderful. So I want to get us together. I want to explore the different steps here. And I really want to help you find your focus, what you want more of, take a step in that direction and learn to support yourself on the back end of that, regardless of outcome. I want to do this together. So two separate workshops, second week in October. If you get the course, you will get all the emails about this with all of the details. So if you've gotten the course, you're going to get all of the details about this. You're going to get the course that automatically puts you on the list to get all the information. And it's it's just going to be a ton of fun. I'm going to charge $9 for it. So for the two workshops, they'll end up being two hours each is my guess. It'll be $9 for both workshops. You absolutely can go get the course for free and have it for free forever. If you want to go through it live with me, do it. And, you know, gosh, this could be the thing, right? People are like, this could be the thing. If you want to build a little more courage, if you want to build a little more ability to do something scary, this could be the scary thing. Showing Just showing up could be a huge win, especially if we do the work to help your mind see that as a win, as opposed to listening to the automatic brain stuff that this shouldn't be so hard for me. I shouldn't struggle with this. This should be easier. Or the automatic brain stuff that's like, well, groups are dumb and scary and there's no way there's going to be a good one. This is how I am with groups. I have to work really, really, really hard to join groups. Really hard. (laughs) But I do it because I also want to experience feeling like a part of things and having more community in my life. It's a struggle, but I want more of those things. So I lean toward those things. It's tough. It's okay. My brain loves to offer me all the things about any kind of group endeavor. So if that's you, I totally get it. And of course, honestly, you don't have to come. However, if there's a little part of you that's like, oh, I kind of want to, then yeah, I think that could be, I think that could be really cool. So that's what I'm offering. Two days, 
two workshops to really hang out and explore this idea of confidence slash self-trust, how to orient attention toward what we want more of. Very, very difficult for sixes to do, which makes all the sense in the world because of everything I said earlier. So, okay, there, I did it. I made it through talking about things that I really don't understand in my mind. I understand them to be true in my body. And when I understand something to be true in my body, I pivot toward implementing that in my life. And here's the thing, what science is showing us, what neuroscience is showing us is that focusing on what is wrong with us absolutely does not work to create lasting positive change. We can understand that and not know how to implement that. I would say this is, oh, this is such a huge part of my work with sixes is helping to create enough internal safety to start to release the grip of the focus on threat and then learn to pivot and orient the brain to one, figure out what we actually want more of and then how to create it, how to build up uh, a desire to go after what we actually want and keep the focus there. Sometimes it does not have to be 100% of the time. It just has to be some of the time, a little bit more of the time than you're doing it now. And you can literally picture an image of the tight, focused on mm, solid neural networks that are automatically locked in there. And you can imagine taking your attention away from them how they start to open and loosen up and release. And you're putting your attention on what you want to strengthen and get more of. And again, this is a process. And tell your brain that it isn't a light switch. You're not getting rid of the old neural networks. You are loosening them so you have more choice in your life. Honestly, that is the work in a nutshell. So, okay, that's what I have for you. More on this to come. There'll be important links in the show notes, links to the confidence course, a link to go ahead and sign up for the workshops if you want. If you're not ready to do that, no problem. I'll be talking about it. I'll be sending emails about it. Yeah, that's what I have for you today. I'm really excited to get to know more of you, hang out with some of you in this space. Obviously, if you're already a client, of course, you can come too. Yeah, I think it will be a lot of fun as well as challenge, fun and challenge, fun challenge. Okay, talk to you all soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. I really hope that you will join me in the workshop. If you know a six who you think would benefit from the confidence course or going through the course together with me, send this to them. This stuff really is more fun when we can do it in a group and our brains actually get the message that we are not alone, that we really do have people that think like us, that process like us and doing work with them together tends to be really healing in its own right. So I really hope to see you and all your 60 friends together in October.